Hello, it's Friday the 3rd of February and welcome to the Better Business Show Friday 5. I'm your host Tom Idle and joining me this week on the other side of the internet is Vicky Knowles. Vix, how are you? Hi, I'm, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, welcome back. It wasn't the uh, it wasn't the same without you last week, really. Oh, Ali was great. She was great. I'm I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the same. I obviously wouldn't say that to her face, but you know. Um, <laughs> but happy, happy Friday. Um, and how's, you? How's your week been? It's been pretty busy, actually. Yeah, it's been pretty full on. But um, yeah, I'm. Uh, and actually got a full on day today as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's all go actually. <laughs> yes, you have good. Yeah, I've had a similarly similarly busy week. Actually, met some great organisations this week. I had a, a full day in London on Monday, meeting various good people that I might get to work with. So that's all good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been an exciting week. Uh, so we're back. We're going to give you our top five star, uh, stories from the past week. So all that's been going on across the world of better business. So this week, Vix, we're going to be talking about Trump, of course, uh, potentially scrapping the, the Paris deal for the US. We're going to be talking about Adidas's biodegradable shoes. We're going to be talking about the fact that Deutsche Bank is getting out of coal. We are looking at Tetra Pak being the latest company to adopt a science-based target. And we're also going to be finding out why 98% of companies miss their sustainability goals. Um, so let's do it, Vix. At number five, um, Trump. Yeah, I mean, everything's happening so quickly in the US right now. And Trump seems to be on some sort of mission to really make his mark early with various executive orders and you know, new members of the team coming in. Um, and of course, in our world, we're dead keen to know what he's going to do about climate change. And there's a story, it's a good story on, on ED.net this week and lots of other uh, outlets have picked up uh, this story. There's a, a really interesting piece looking about how Trump uh, will initiate major changes to his climate change policy really, really soon. Um, there's a guy called Myron Ebel who was in London this week on Monday. He did a, a various sort of press conferences. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to, to meet him, but Edie was talking to him and he was part of Trump's kind of... Um, environmental protection agency transition team uh so he was fairly close to trump uh, at the time but it, during the during the kind of campaign rallying period uh but he believes that it's possible that other countries will follow the u.s out of the paris agreement um and he says that basically that uh controversial move to, to withdraw from the paris deal and abolish the environmental protection agency will happen in just the next few months um so basically you know he's a guy that knows trump very well he says he expects him to keep every one of his campaign commitments and obviously some of those promises could be delivered right away um so of course you know trump used his campaign rallies to make it fairly clear that he would effectively dismantle barack obama's climate policies uh, i mean there's plenty of some uncertainty in all this yet but as i say you know things are moving really really quickly but a withdrawal from the paris deal would be you know pretty pretty disastrous i think um, but there we go. That's that's what's happening in the world of Trump right now. Oh, um, okay, so at number four, um, Adidas has come up with a running shoe made from biodegradable artificial spider silk that you can melt in the sink when you're done with them. And so hopefully after two years of use, as the company recommends. Um, but at the end of its days, you simply immerse the shoes in water for 36 hours with a digestion enzyme called proteinase. And voila, you have nothing but a foam sole left which still needs to put disposing of 
Um, so this enzyme answered my initial question, which was whether they'd melt in the rain. Um, but it, they won't melt without the enzyme. <laughs> so the, the upper is made from a synthetic biopolymer fiber called biosteel, which is the so-called spider silk. And apparently this is made by fermenting genetically modified bacteria, creating a powder substrate that is then spun into the yarn. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to use only a fraction of the electricity and fossil fuels that plastics take to produce. Um, so the foam cells still has to go in the bin. That's that's one issue. Um, and the writer in Treehugger, uh, this is where I got the article, um, wonders what it really means when about dissolving. So how that affects the water supply or are there still microscopic pieces left over? Um, but it's a very interesting concept, of course, from Adidas, who we've spoken about on the show before with their ocean plastic shoe. We have. I love it. I love it. And a, a perfect counterbalance to the first story this week, you know, yeah. doom and gloom and then amazing innovation. Love it. Absolutely brilliant. OK, so number three this week, uh, some great news from Deutsche Bank uh, this time, Germany's biggest bank. Uh, and this week it announced plans to stop financing coal projects. And this is all about its commitments that it made under the Paris Agreement to obviously limit global warming to two degrees. Uh, and then it released a statement on Wednesday basically saying that the bank and its various subsidiaries have agreed not to grant new financing for greenfield thermal coal mining and new coal-fired plant construction. Plus, the bank plans to gradually kind of reduce its existing exposure to coal mining uh, in general. Uh, so, yeah, it's got previous on this. In 2014, it pulled out of a deal to finance a controversial coal port expansion in Queensland, Australia, due to the project's potential neg- negative impact on the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, and, of course, you know, this is part of a wider movement that we've discussed on the show before, you know, investors increasingly divesting out of fossil fuel industries, which is so exciting. So some really good news from Deutsche Bank. Yeah, I think we need all the good news we can get. Um, so at number two, we've got um, Tetra Pak committing to science-based emission targets. Um, so the Swedish food processing packaging company has pledged to reduce emissions by 58% through a partnership with the Science-Based Targets Initiative. Um, so this basically calls on companies to set emission reduction targets in line with reaching the two-degree pathway established by the Paris Agreement. And uh, TetraPak will work across its value chain to reduce emissions by 58% by 2040 against a, two, a tw- 2016 baseline. Um, so the target includes an earlier goal to reduce operational emissions by 40% by 2030 against 2015 levels and slash emissions across its value chain by 16% per unit of revenue by 2020. Um, And the supply chain chain targets will be benchmarked against a 2010 baseline. Um, So it's the, the collaboration has essentially helped accurately define the emission targets and set a direction in a a sort of based on science really. And, um, it helps uh, to demonstrate the contribution that TetraPak is making to a, a low-carbon low economy um, in front of its uh, customers and other stakeholders. Brilliant, brilliant, and also a lot more exciting than it might sound. Kind of science-based targets. If you just, go- if you know, anyone that wants to know more about this, just Google science-based targets. And there's a whole kind of movement with, you know, I think it's a couple of hundred companies now all signed up to this. Uh, but it's really, really exciting. Um, okay, so lastly, this week, um, a story that's been doing the rounds quite extensive this week is uh, based on a report that came out uh, by Bain & Company, uh, and it says that 
98% of companies do not achieve their sustainability goals. Just 2% of corporate sustainability programs achieve or exceed their aims compared to 12% of other corporate transformation programs. So something's amiss here, but well worth having a look at this report. It's called Achieving Breakthrough Results in Sustainability. And it's based on a survey of more than 300 companies like Coca-Cola and Nestle, um, all sort of engaged in sustainability transformation. And it's a whole bunch of interviews with, with heads of sustainability at these companies. Um, and, and Bain found that many employees do not see sustainability as a business imperative, with more than 60% of survey respondents citing public reputation as the key driver for sustainability change. Employees also deprioritize sustainability because of perceived business trade-offs and an absence of incentives, uh, lack of resources and competing priorities to the top kind of obstacles that employees say threaten to derail their programs. And less than a quarter of the people surveyed say they are held accountable when it comes to sustainability through incentives. So there's so much work to do yet with, with corporates on sustainability, as we know. Uh, but it's, it's worth having a look at this, not only for kind of their assessment based on these interviews, but they offer some useful kind of recommendations about how you kind of help navigate your way to actually, you know, achieving your goals that you're going to set out. Part of that is about making public commitments. Part of that is about getting CEOs to kind of actually lead and, and, and give a damn um, and also kind of highlighting the business case for, for doing this stuff and, and really sort of hardwiring change through incentives. So that's what people want, you know, incentives and processes to make everything a little bit more easy to understand. But well worth checking out that report out uh, anyway. Um, so that's it, Vix. That's our, that's our five uh, for this week. Um, any plans for the weekend? What are you up to? I'm going to chill out this weekend, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that the sun is going to come out because it's been it's been pretty awful weather here. I don't know about where you are. And of course, um, it was pretty windy yesterday. I think it's meant to be like crazy winds. Yeah, here it's, it is. It's going to be gale force winds tonight. So hold on to your hats, oh, folks. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Well, listen, it's been lovely. Thanks for doing that. And uh, we'll do it all again next Friday. Yep, speak then. <laughs>